Today's episode of Bachelor Party is brought to you by State Farm. Like anyone looking for the right partner, you want someone you can count on, someone that's dependable, understanding, someone that'll tell it to you straight. When it comes to insurance, State Farm deserves a rose. They're always there when you need them. File a claim day or night with their app, which was awarded Best Insurance Mobile App 2019. Plus, they're great listeners. With 19,000 local agents, they get to know the real you, so they'll help you choose coverage that's personal, not some cookie-cutter policy. So go out and get the one you deserve. Get State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get a quote or find an agent at statefarm.com. Welcome to Bachelor Party, still from my home, as per usual. I'm Julia Levin. I am joined by my close friend, also at home, Lauren Zima. Hi, Lauren. Oh, Julia, thank you for having me, as always. But especially now, good to talk in the Corona times. I know. I I just love every human interaction so much more <laughs> than I than I ever have before. It's it's disturbing. Also, I've been getting jealous because you and Chris were doing these fireside chats every night. And I was just like, I want some Lauren action. Let's let's oh, get me in, I love involved. this. Let, yes, let's all get so kind of envious through our screens that it makes us crave time <laughs> and make time. I mean, it's, it's really been, true. Um, well, and I'm just going to tell the people what I made you do before we got on this call. I said, send me a video tour of where you're staying and I'll send you a video because I, I feel this craving to set a scene when I'm only now talking to people on the phone or talking to them through a screen. You know what I mean? I think it's almost missing being at a restaurant with someone, having an atmosphere. So I'm, I'm actually really doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did send you a video. It was like doing cribs which I love. You put on a great episode. You really showed me all the deets. Uh, next time, open your <laughs> fridge. That used to be the best part of that show. That was the best part. <laughs> I will say my fridge currently has um, like an insane amount of sparkling water, white wine, milk, and fruit. And like, that's basically it. <laughs> Emphasis on the wine. Yeah. Yeah. Emphasis on the wine. I've been going hard on the wine spritzers and you know, it's, it's getting me through. It's my, it's my go-to these days. Well, that's a good halfway drink. And by that, I mean, half day drink, like halfway through the day, you don't feel too horrible and wrong. If you just start drinking, yeah. and it's fine. What do you, do you do? Like a, what's in your spritzer, a white wine spritzer? Yeah, just white white wine and seltzer, you know? It's like it's like I'm in Boca and I'm 65 years old, but I'm in New York and I'm 34. So, don't you whatever. feel as though we're getting back to kind of old school simpler times? I mean, I'm at Chris's house, and by the way, part of the reason that I came over here was I mean, you and I are both in hotbeds, New York and LA. I'm in LA and we're in shelter in place mode. And we have been self-quarantining for a little over a week now before LA as a city even went into shelter in place. And we were just thinking, we know it's probably going to get even more um, restricted. So we grabbed stuff from my apartment and I came here. And, you know, I mean, in part, I came here to survive because I don't have any food in my apartment. I mean, I have a can of anchovies, <laughs> maybe, like a piece of dark chocolate and, and wine. Chris has real food. I have to tell you, I've never eaten better. The man makes me three squares a day. It's wonderful. <laughs> that is really nice. What kind of stuff is he making? Oh, he makes he's, – he, he's kind of – you know, he's still got this like Texas, Oklahoma old school dude in him. So he like makes a sandwich, a chili. But it's been rainy in LA, so it's been quite cozy. 
we've been drinking every day. And you know what? I say, look, we all need to be able to relax a little bit right now, do what you got to do. And there's never been a safer time to have a cocktail. Everyone's at home. <laughs> um, chili sounds really good. It's currently pouring in New York. So I feel that. Um, it sounds absolutely delicious. Well, and as you said, we've been doing these um, little chats. We're calling it fireside chats. Yes. You're like our very own FDR and Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> We're calling it group date. We've come up with an official name now. So I like it. Every night at 6:30 p.m. Pacific, 9:30 Eastern, on Chris Harrison's Instagram, we are going live with a different uh, celebrity, often Bachelor Nation guest, um, to have a group date with everybody, like a group date meaning obviously a little nod to bachelor verbiage, but everybody join us and we just want to encourage people to stay home and still give them a way to connect and have fun because um, we all have to do our part in halting the spread of this illness. And then every day we are donating um, to charities affected, charities helping people affected by coronavirus. That's awesome. What, what, I mean, good, great stuff from you guys. Also, I think a lot of pe- people are enjoying the like live entertainment and like seeing into what people are doing inside their homes. It's kind of like, it's the first time where it's acceptable to be a voyeur, you know, like you, you can just, you can just sort of do it. The other day I was thinking about putting on makeup because I had a video chat with people. I didn't really know like a work call and I was like, maybe I'll put on makeup. So I look better in this camera. And then I started thinking about the movie rear window and the woman who's all dressed up and never leaves the house, all dressed up and nowhere to go. I was like, that's all of us. You know, (laughs) I know I keep saying, well, I mean, one thing that's kept me as I'm calling it corn chic is that um, Entertainment Tonight, where I work, we're still doing interviews and everything via Zoom. So I still have to kind of be camera ready. Unfortunately, I, I have to do it myself, and I'm just not as good as the professional makeup artists who I miss. Um, but, you know, quite a small problem to have. But um, the the Zoom interactions are are creating a whole new type of humor, aren't they? Today I was reading about a woman who was on a conference call with coworkers, and she didn't really – She I think she didn't realize her video portion was still on, and she – went to the bathroom and she was oh videoing <laughs> while on the bathroom in the bathroom going, I mean, on the toilet. <laughs> oh my God. Her poor coworkers. That's the nightmare. Whoever's in charge of that meeting should have muted her and turned off her camera. Cause you can do that as the meeting leader, as I am very aware. <laughs> oh, that leader needed to step in. Yeah. How has yeah, your work life changed? Does the ringer, does everybody just kind of have an at home studio right now? Yeah, I mean, we are recording pods from home. Some are over Zoom. Um, you and I are just doing audio, but we have like a few different ways that we're doing it. And honestly, I I think it's going pretty well. We actually have in the past done quite a bit of remote recording, so it's not really that new for us. But I think it's just nice to be able. I, I'm finding work to be like a great distraction, and I and I'm finding like Bachelor Reddit to be the, a great distraction as always. Um, and I, I think it's just, it's been, I, I like working. Like I'm happy. I look forward to the work day. Cause I'm like, okay, good. Something to distract me from reading Twitter and checking the news and keep me inside, frankly. So I, you know, I'm just, I'm here with my little recorder and my mic and it's, it's pretty great. I don't know. I'm, I'm the work portion of it. I'm enjoying. And I hope these pods are helpful to people who still have to work and still have to commute. And, uh, you know, we really thank you for everything that you're doing. And I also want to say I've gotten like I really appreciate people's messages of feedback during this time. It's really nice to hear from folks trying to respond to everyone. Um, I know people are still checking out Roses and Rosé on YouTube. 
Oh my gosh. People are watching. Uh, if you don't know everyone out there, I, I do a bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise recap review show called Roses and Rosé. It's on Entertainment Tonight's YouTube channel. And I can't believe it. I love it so much, but people are watching old episodes. I don't even, like people are sending me screenshots of old episodes that they're watching because they're all on our YouTube channel. And it's so funny. I don't know if you get like this with potting as often as you do, but they're sending me, I don't even remember filming these, you know, because I filmed it for like four years, at least three bachelor shows a year. And I mean, wow. Also to see one's own beauty evolution, like I know. <laughs> a hair color and an eyebrow I was doing a couple years ago, that's a darkness. But I got I to gotta face that in the mirror and say, you know, I showed up and did a glow up at this point. So, so that's, you know, it's, uh, it's been good. It's been cool. I love that people are enjoying it. This time really has put a lot of things in perspective, you know. I, I, on the one hand, I feel we are all so grateful for things like, you know, social media connections and and all these things we're already doing are so important now since we can't have in-person hangouts. But on the other hand, it's also reminded us all how much we value seeing other people in person. And totally. It, it's quite a dichotomy of feelings and emotions. It is like a real roller coaster, but you brought up a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Yes. I was going to save this for later, but I'm just going to jump into it right now. I decided to start watching The Real Housewives of New York from the very beginning. Wow. I watched all of, se- wow. I watched all of season one yesterday. I'm in the middle of season two. I had completely blocked out Kelly Ben Simone. I like forgot that she existed. And I'm I'm beginning the Kelly Ben Simone, ben Simone ex- uh, experience right now. And <laughs> let me tell you, Talk about style evolution. These women are still wearing like flared and boot cut hip hugger jeans in season two, which is like filmed in like 2008 or 2009. And it's blowing my mind. I mean, that show's been on for over 10 years. Juliet, are you telling me you've never seen Scary Island, the episode more, oh, no. more technically titled Sun, Sand, and Psychosis? No, I've seen all oh, the okay, episodes. Okay, I okay. just I just decided to watch from the beginning. And I was you're like, I want reminded of soothing. Kelly. Yeah. Yes. I w- they were like, there's a new, I was reading the description on Hulu. They're like, new addition to the cast. And I was like, who? Who joins in season two? <laughs> and I for- I forgot that it was Callie Ben Simone. And it's like a different show. Everyone is the same. And I have to say, Bethany, in the very beginning, in season one, episode one, she's like, I want to have one child. My career is the most important thing. I want to be a household name. And I want to do to food what Martha did to style. And I, she's done it. And I, it blows me away. I highly recommend rewatching it. Wow. Okay. See, and it's, that's always interesting to tell because as we're getting into these rewatch uh, times, you do wonder what holds up. So you feel like it holds up, still entertaining, still good. Still entertaining, still great. It's also just like, Ramona's just is still Ramona. I feel, I feel, and, okay. And, See, when you say everybody's the same, I, I think Bethany has stayed the same. I think Ramona's definitely stayed the same. But I remember Sonia. I've always loved Sonia so me much. Too. But she, she's gone through some evolution of, you know, being like freshly divorced versus now. I remember when Kelly Ben Simone lost it on Scary Island, Sonia was very grounded. And then since then, Sonia's had her, you know, off the wall moments. I think the person who's changed the most is Luann. Lu- it was always there inside of her. But Luann, at the beginning, was just sort of like an obnoxious countess. Now she has become just a lot more crazy. But like her her being like, no, you need to call me the countess. And being like, it's not just Luann. Like, remember when she gets into the... the um, car with Bethany and she corrects Bethany because she doesn't tell the driver to call her the countess. Like <laughs> it's like stuff like that. That was so obnoxious, but it wasn't completely bonkers. Now she's bonkers. And that I think is, is the biggest change. Also 
revisiting Alex and Simon is crazy because oh. they they were they like at once you're like oh they're getting really rough at it and like they're making them look really bad but they also were completely ridiculous they're like no we don't go to the Hamptons and then they go to the Hamptons so you know what is unfortunate <laughs> is that we didn't have Instagram and stuff at that time because imagine the memes like that we would have gotten from all that it's there's pro- there's such content gold in there that really hasn't gotten its chance to live out on social media I so, yeah I totally agree um I, I really re- recommend rewatching it. But on that note, a hot topic on social media and in general is what is what season of The Bachelor do you want to see released right now while we're all home? I know. And I was wondering if you have any ones that you like particularly want. Well, I wanted, and I've been saying this on Twitter. I I just want them to release what I am calling Claire's season of The Bachelor because I won't. <laughs> I don't want to get sure. into it, you know, that man. Um, but you know, women supporting women. Um, I want them to release that because I want to be able to get excited for Claire Crawley, The Bachelorette. Um, but, you know, there's also so many other – it's like as much as we know and 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 stand uh, the finales that Colton, that Hannah, that Peter Weber seasons gave us, some of the old school seasons were – Almost, I'm probably equally as wild. It's just we don't remember them or they didn't live out on social media. But I do want to see Claire's season of The Bachelor just for that. Um, what about you? I talked about this a little bit last week with Rob. I definitely want to see Claire's season. It is a great season. It's very entertaining. Yeah. I also think if you're not, if you have not watched Jason's on Netflix, it's a great one too. Yeah. Ali um, Fedotowski's was good. That was good. Uh, yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what I was saying last week. Ali's was really good. I'd love to see that. Um, I also just want to see some of the older, weirder ones. I, you know, you can watch seasons one and of the bachelor and bachelorette on Tubi right now, which I did back in December, but like, they're kind of boring. I, I, it's, like, it's a very it's hard to make it through because yeah. they don't, they're not as well edited as they used to be. It's a different, they, as they are now, excuse me. I think it's a different show in some ways. It's a different pace of a show. I honestly didn't watch it back then. Like I haven't seen a lot of the earlier seasons, but I mean, also you want to talk about a glow up and it's not his fault because style was just different then. But, oh, when I see those old clips of Chris Harrison in those baggy suits, <laughs> I know. I know. It's just like, okay, man, let's get you a tailor. ASAP. Has anyone mentioned that to you? Yeah, Chris has talked about it. Luckily, he got a stylist, Carrie Fetman. And now he's like, because you go look. But I mean, it, there were different times. You even watch, like I watched Emily Maynard's season before Ari's Bachelor season to, uh, and I did a Roses and Rosé on it to feel really ready for Ari's season. And the shirts the guys were wearing, they're those shiny baggy collared shirts, you know, that like oh God, very night yeah. at the Roxbury kind of vibes. It's, it's, it's quite a, it's a time capsule of our culture, really. The different seasons of the bachelor. When you think about how long it was, it's been on and how it was on every single year. Totally. Also, they, um, reminded me of like a, a boy band as well. Like they're all wearing like a, the same shirt, but a different color, essentially. It's not the same as now when they, they pass around different clothes, but back then, like they all had very similar outfits, but like they were not intentionally coordinated essentially. Right. Well, and so many of the contestants will talk about how when they went on the show, they literally packed what was in their closet. Now people have brands, I think, reach out to them even in advance of them going on to be like, oh, can we give you some of our clothes to wear and that kind of thing. So there's just a general glow up, quality up, and it's it's something to behold. What else have you and Chris been watching while you're holed up there? So we've been doing this um, thing where we, and by the way, I mean, to set the scene, Juliet. So Chris Harris, let let me paint a picture. (laughs) 
So Chris Harrison and I, the way we usually live is I have my apartment and he has his house. And obviously we spend, you know, a couple nights a week together every week at least, but we also have you know, he will be like traveling for the show and he'll be gone for two weeks uh, a couple times a year. and Or I will travel sure. for work. I sometimes go to New York for work or different things. So we will like see each other for a couple days and have a couple days apart, that kind of thing. So now, I mean, we're in it now, Juliet. <laughs> we, we are here. We are together. No escaping each other. Well, I don't even have work to go to, you know. I'm working from home and The Bachelorette, as you know, shut down in production right now. So we're here and we are together and we're, we're trying to keep it chic. Um, it really is good. I mean, I think we both have taken an extra, we're trying to take extra care to like be patient because it, it's it's a thing where not only are you suddenly thrown together all the time, but in like the most stressful time that pretty much anyone alive on the planet can remember. Like I, everything that I'm reading, you know, scientists are saying we're taking measures as a nation and a globe that we haven't taken since World War II. So it's yeah. it's a a sudden change to be together all the time and in a pretty stressful time. So we're really, we're being patient. We're making sure we take care with each other. Um, we're playing what I call Downton Abbey where we sometimes go upstairs, downstairs, and I literally joke. And I'm like, I'm going to head <laughs> – to my apartment for a while, which means I'm going upstairs and he's going to stay downstairs for a little Don't talk while. to me. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be back. I'll call you when I make it home safe and then I'll see you later. But um, yeah, so we've That's been really good. Funny. But we've uh, been doing this thing where we have each other watch classic movies the other hasn't seen. So I've watched for the first time. Some of them I, I, I actually can't believe I hadn't seen, but I'd never seen Casino. Um, Goodfellas. Oh my I know. Uh, I watched Basic I've only seen Goodfellas once. Uh, some of them I kind of wonder if maybe I saw them when I was younger and it was one time and I'd just forgotten it. But it's been it's been fun. Like, you know, and to watch the other person's reaction about a movie that you love and that you don't mind rewatching. I had him watch Bridesmaids and also Clue. I love Clue. Oh, nice. Yes. Wait, Chris had never seen Bridesmaids? Isn't that shocking? I think he'd seen little bits and pieces of it, but he'd never seen the movie all the way through. And he watched it, and he started hysterically laughing at the scene where Kristen Wiig is, you know, high slash drunk on the plane. And I'm like, why are you laughing? I mean, I know this is funny. Why are you laughing so hard? And he looked at me, and he was like, that's you. That is you right there. I was like, (laughs) wow. I don't know how to feel about it, but I'll take it as a compliment. (laughs) Oh my God, that's really funny. I can't believe you hadn't seen it. That blows me away. I guess that you just like miss stuff when you're traveling for work all the time. Yeah, he loved it though. And have kids. Yeah. I I do think in a lot of parents I know there is that gap. Even with my own parents, I remember, you know, there's sort of being like there are movies or like movies and music from like the late 80s that my mom hasn't seen. I'm like, mom, have you not seen that? You were like in your, th- were like in your 30s, in your 30s then. Your 30s then. She's at that point, Lauren, I was busy. I'm like, okay, fair. <laughs> what have you been doing? What have you been catching up on? I really want to watch Tiger King on Netflix, but I haven't started it yet. I know. I got to watch Tiger King. Everyone's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like all of a sudden, Tiger King has come on so strong. So I, I had already watched it. Had you watched Love is Blind? Have you watched it? Okay. I have tried to watch it. And I know that I'm the outlier here. I didn't get into it in the beginning. It moved pretty slow to me at the start, and there wasn't enough like visual change 
of pace. And I don't know, maybe I was tired, but I, I didn't get into it. And what I'm thinking is I almost feel like maybe I just kind of need to jump in the, the second half of it and that I could just be up to date and, and watch it and love it. Well, I think that you will like it. And okay. I, first of all, it gets better once I leave the pods. The pods are like relevant right now because everyone's alone or not everyone, but like, you know, right. single, many single people are alone. So it's like, you know, it's it, it, in a weird way, it was like prescient about how people would be dating. Essentially, it's kind of insane that that's the case, but, but it's true. Um, and so I do think you should like jump in like episode three or four, essentially when they leave the pods and they go to Mexico, things get good. And I specifically want to recommend it to you because I know that you're a fan of TLC programming, 90 day fiance and married at first sight. And I feel like it has so much in common. First of all, it's made by the same production company as married at first sight. Oh. And I just feel like there's a lot for you, Lauren Zima to love about it. Julia, and thank like, you. Uh, well, you're and, so welcome. <laughs> that's, thank you for thinking of me. And that's, I will say, like, obviously, working in entertainment tonight, you know, we've covered the show. We've had people on. So I've I've seen, you know, like, the dog drinking the wine, which I would never do, but okay. Yes, it's um, appalling. Yeah, I've seen the moments. I've, I've, I know the player's not the game. Like, I've seen the, uh, the, the viral moments, but I haven't watched the whole show. But it did read to me very TLC. Like, I know, you know, because it's a show about love, some people have compared it to The Bachelor. I think they're really different. I think it moves at a totally different pace. It does. And TLC shows about love. Like, 90 Day Fiance moves at a really different pace than The Bachelor, even though it's a show about love. And it's it's a show where people, you know, are already in these relationships. But it's funny you say that about Love is Blind in the pods because I think 90 Day Fiance is this, it's people who have made their connections through their phones from across the world. So they were already also yeah. doing the quarantine style relationship. I know. There is like a, there really is so much in common there that I think is, it's very ripe to think about right now. So I, I would give another shot. So I recommend okay. that to you for sure. And also one thing that I've also been thinking about related to that is on a lot of reality shows, namely the challenge as their, the resources available to them and like the people available to them has shifted. How would you feel about the bachelor having people from other shows come on the show? Oh, like, like, um, like well, cause Ma- I know people from the cause bachelor cause like have J- gone on like the challenge and stuff. Right. Yes, totally. And they go, they do like couples therapy, whatever. But like Mark very famously did not get together with Jessica after she fed her dog wine. How would you feel about Mark being on The Bachelor? Or being oh, the Bachelor? love it. Yes, totally love it, right? I mean, they have somebody on um, Listen to Your Heart. There's a guy who was on American Idol. Oh, really? Who is it? Yeah, it's a guy. I forget his name, but he was a guy who oh, Katy Perry out. sort of famously had a little bit of a flirtation with. And now he's on Listen to Your Heart, uh, premiering in April on ABC. Thank God we need some new content. Um, I know. I, I'm counting down. In LA, we'll still be sheltering in place. We're here till April 19th, so I'm ready. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It is a long ways away. It's, it, it feels long. <laughs> Time is moving slowly. Um, and by the way, I will still be doing Roses and Rosé on Listen to Your Heart. Um, oh, I'm covering it, too. Can't wait. Yes. I think that's great. And we had um, on Love is Blind, wasn't there a guy who was on Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yes, there was because it was it was um, Love Is Blind was filmed in Atlanta, but it's just sort of like interesting to think about the implications because I think that The Bachelor we've talked about it so much and like one of the things they wanted to do with Claire's season was like reset so that they could have older or they could have like an older cast and and have fewer people who were just hoping to parlay it into like a second career on Instagram or whatever. 
But it's interesting. They could go the other way and like lean into it and be like, oh, you're, you're already known to some people. Like, let's see if you can find love here on this show. I guess part of the problem would be you'd be too familiar with how reality TV works, but it's interesting to think about. It's been successful for the challenge. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I think it depends on the format of the show, right? Because I do think that in part of the reason Bachelor works the way it does and works so well is because you take people who, I mean, yeah, maybe they want to have a career as an influencer, but they haven't seen the behind the scenes of how it all works. Like, I do think that for some people who have um, been on the shows a lot back to back, that you, you know, you kind of like one thing I like about Claire is she just hasn't been on TV in, in at least a couple years since Winter Games. I think it's hard to be on TV shows back to back to back because you do, it all stays so fresh in your mind and you get so hyper aware of yeah. how it's all working. Um, but, you know, I think that uh, it's it's really so dependent on the person, isn't it? isn't it, and how you treat them. I'm not against it at all. I think that you'd have to be careful with it, though. You couldn't have, you know, a season where you had multiple people who had been on other TV shows outside the franchise and bring that all together. It's like so many factors. I know. I know. It it. It's hard because, like, at the one on the one hand, like you discover this new crop of people every time, and you're like, oh, now you're in my life, Connor, and now you're in my life. McKenna, but on the <laughs> other hand, there's like there's like a, there's all these people who could potentially be on the show. It's just it's just interesting to think about. And Lauren, give Love Is Blind another shot. That's I will. That's well, one thing I wanted to say. Okay, thank you, Juliet. Well, and there's all these implications with Claire's <laughs> season now too, and how I know this is affect. I mean, I wrote an article about how it just really is unprecedented in that never in how many years of doing Bachelor or Bachelorette has a lead been about to shoot their first night at the mansion. And then production gets shut down. So all of a sudden, Claire is back home, obviously has her phone. Um, I don't know if she has, but I, I know that I could not avoid looking up my guys <laughs> and checking them out because the cast had already been revealed. Those guys are back. We've seen some of them make their Instagram accounts public again. Some have kept them private. So, you know, I do think back to Bachelor in Paradise last season, how they talked about how, you know, a lot happened before filming, like before anybody hit the beach, Kaylin and Blake and all that. And it like, on the one hand, made for great drama right off the bat. On the other hand, there was a lot of he said, she said going on and, and remembering things versus seeing it happen on camera. So I will be interested to see what happens if and when they get Bachelorette production going again. I don't think it's going to happen. That's my prediction. Really? I don't think Bachelorette happens in, in 2020. Oh. Game first from game in and out. I don't know. Maybe it happens later in the summer. Maybe they don't do paradise. Maybe that's what doesn't happen. But there's just a lot. It's just there's a real domino effect. I will say that I think, and Chris has said this, like the producers all love Claire. Like she's somebody who's been in the franchise yeah. for such a long time. I I do think they want to it seems to me that everybody wants to try to make this happen for Claire. So I hope it happens. I do. But everything's so TBD. It's the time of TBD, you know? You've tried the new Bud Light Seltzer. And wait, if you haven't, definitely should. It is one of the best hard seltzers out there. Bud Light Seltzer is 5% alcohol, only 100 calories, and it tastes great. Also new from Bud Light is Bud Light Lemonade, premium light lager made with real lemonade for a refreshingly crisp taste. Hey, when you're staying at home, why not give this a shot? It sounds delicious. Bud Light reminds you to please stay home to keep you and others safe. 
Bud Light Seltzer and Bud Light Lemonade both taste just as good hanging out on the couch or having virtual happy hour with your friends. To get beer delivered to your door, head to drizzly, D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And first-time Drizzly users can use the promo code BUDLIGHT at checkout for $5 off. That's Bud Light, one word. Some state restrictions apply. Let's talk about some things that are happening right now. Let's do a Bachelor Nation news Ooh, roundup. Are you ready? Let me take a sip of my tea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, new rumor that came to me today. Rumors about Madison, of course, famously not with Peter, and Connor <laughs> from Hannah's season together. Have you heard about this? I also heard about this this morning. And I want to bring up, I'm actually going to bring up the exact quote because I didn't watch it live, but I'm just <laughs> Mike Johnson says to Connor because Connor Saley and Mike Johnson, I always struggle with his last name, did an Instagram live together. And Mike says, what's up with you and Madison though? And Connor says, I don't know. We'll see. And then he says, dude, I can't give you anything. So it's like that could be something and it could also be nothing. <laughs> I know. I know. It's almost like. Do we even mention it? But, you know, it's, it's making the rounds. I will say they're both tall. They kind of like look similar to me. And uh, I don't know, like I could see it. Sure. I could see anything. Anything goes right now. Love in the age of coronavirus, you know? <laughs> well, I don't know Connor that well. I don't I didn't never felt like we got to know him that well on Hannah's season. I remember his sweet yeah. thing with the post-it notes. But even when I interviewed him that season, I said, it was on a group date, the rugby group date they were doing during filming. And I said, how are you feeling about your connection with Hannah? And he said, good. And I said, well, what, what's working so far? And I'm, this isn't a direct quote, but he said something along the lines of, well, we both don't like mint chip ice cream. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a really good Connor impression. Thank I'm really you. impressed. <laughs> I was like, Connor, is that what we're going by? So I don't know, but he's always been the sweetest guy. I think he's always in a good mood. And I don't know much about his faith. And I think we saw from Madison, the faith thing is so important to her. So um, maybe they have that in common. But I, do you know anything about Connor's religious background? No, I don't. It's a, it's a great question. I don't. The most exposure I've had to Connor was at Bachelor Live on Stage. Um, oh, and yes, I was there. he just seems like he was here. He was here for a good time, not a long time. So <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> I just was like, wait, what? How are there new Bachelor rumors coming out while everyone's under quarantine? But okay, I'll go with it. I um, mean. And of course, we have... Yeah. Yeah. Just, all right, let's go with it. <laughs> um, let's talk about the quarantine crew. Tyler, Hannah, Matt James, and then there are like three other, other friends. People, yes. And then this is where things... This is where things get dicey. It started as like a six six person quarantine crew and like more or less is still is. But I've been following. There's plenty of people coming in and out of that house. And that is not quarantine. That is not sheltering in place. That is not social distancing. And quite frankly, it upsets me. <laughs> well, I have not been following it closely enough to watch the number of people. Um, I, yeah, so I, I can't speak to that. But I do just want... <laughs> I can't, I can't, I haven't been watching it closely enough, but you know, I, Tyler, I have, I have always loved, I think Tyler's a great guy. Hannah has always, um, been lovely to me. I just want everybody to stay safe and healthy. And I, I do think it's important for people to like talk about how they're practicing that stuff right now, if they have a big platform. So 
I'm glad they're calling it the quarantine crew, and I hope they're sticking together and, and quarantining. It wor- it, I haven't, yeah. oh, it worries me that you say that. Stay safe. I love you both. <laughs> I know. Stay safe, everyone. And then Hannah posted like a bikini selfie that didn't go over well. And the quote, the quote was, what's more contagious than a smile? And just, I'm sorry. That's just not, that's like me trying to make a, a joke on a conference call. It's just not, just not going to land well, Hannah. And she got a lot of pushback for it. Deservedly so. It's just like not really the time for like bikini pics and like I'm hot pics. Well, you know, I don't, I don't mind a bikini pic. I don't mind like staying healthy and I like <laughs> that they're doing workouts and stuff. I did see that a lot of people had, um, you know, I saw there was like a tweet that went pretty wide about that. And then like a couple comments on that Instagram. I think it's really hard for um, celebrities right now to yeah, the, you got to be careful about what you're saying. I mean, think about okay, can I share what you just did? Chris Harrison just sure. walked by me, and he mooned. What do you do? He mooned me. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're in your own home. I think that's just fine. <laughs> this, in in the quarantine times, we're trying to keep it interesting. The man loves to sweep. He loves to sweep and clean the floors. So I've. <laughs> I think I'm. If I think it's an act of love, I've just been dumping crumbs left and right. I've been eating a sandwich on the open floor to give him something to clean up. <laughs> oh my god, that's really funny. That's really funny. Everyone's coping in their own ways. Chris, Chris is mooning you. Yeah. Just, it is really hard. Like, what can you do? Like, if you have a big platform, it's very hard to know how to use it. And I think that's like part of the reason why I'm critical. So I'm just like, you guys, you have this big platform. Like, well, you do. I, I would just encourage everybody to, myself included, you got to kind of take an extra beat in your head and think about the optics of things. I mean, that Vanessa Hudgens video that went viral of her saying Not that great. people dying is inevitable. Um, I know Madonna's gotten backlash today because she posted a video of herself in a bathtub full of rose petals talking about how coronavirus is the great equalizer. Um, it's it's the optics of it. It's are you saying something but also doing something to help. Um, but, you know, I think what's potentially dangerous about it is, like, I don't know about you, but I open up my Instagram and I see everybody's live, like, pretty much all day. When you're just going and and sharing yourself with the world like as much as everybody is right now you got to watch yourself or you're you know you potentially get into a slip up situation <laughs> because i don't think I anybody's used to sharing this much all the time even as much as we were on social media before i feel like i'm being driven away from social media i like kind of can't handle the constant updates and like it's almost just like too much social media and i i need like quiet that's why i retreated to the real housewives of new york from 10 years ago right you're going back to just, simpler like, times <laughs> Yeah. And it's sort of like impervious to what else is happening. It's totally separate from the world. And I find it to be like a refuge. Honestly, like I find it a little hard to watch new stuff right now because I can't really pay attention. So I'm just like, okay, I'm going to watch The Real Housewives of New York. It's very comforting. It's like a salve. I know exactly what's going to happen. And it's it's just, it's hitting right. I really recommend finding your TV happy place. And for me, that happens to be old Real Housewives of New York. <laughs> wow. It's so funny that you say that though, because now as you're saying that, I'm realizing that's what Chris and I have been doing because we're watching these old movies. As much as I love, um, like I love 90 Day Fiance and Before the 90 Days and stuff and Real Housewives of Atlanta, I'm a couple episodes behind because since we've kind of had this coronavirus news hit and since we went into self-quarantine, I've done the same. I've I've actually found it a little bit hard to like take in new TV. And part of that I think is also because I've watched more news now, like watching the White House press conferences every day and and watching our local press conferences here in LA. And it's a catch-22. On the one hand, I got to watch my own mental state. Am I getting, you know, down about all this? On the other hand, I know that's normal. 
to feel those feelings. And also, um, you know, you got to stay aware of what's happening. So it's, it's a struggle, but yeah, you know, I'm just watching a nice movie from 1983 to feel comfortable. <laughs> Have you guys watched Working Girl? I feel like that's oh, a great Oh, I one love for Working together. Girl, a favorite of both of ours. Chris Harrison actually is, um, man, he's a man who loves a rom-com and he's not putting it on. He oh, really loves too. it. Knows every word to Notting Hill. Oh, it's so good. On one of our very first dates, we went to see, I can't remember if I've told you the story, so sorry if I have. Cut it out if you need to. But we went to see- Never. Um, <laughs> it was a, a rom-com that was in theaters with uh, the guy from Bridesmaids, the Irish guy, and then um, Rose Byrne. Chris O'Dowd. Yes, Chris O'Dowd and Rose Byrne. They'd done this movie, I think it was called Juliet It's called Juliet Naked. Naked. Yes. <laughs> so Juliet Naked. It's a great movie. It's, it's so good. It's good, right? But like, so we went to see it and we both liked it, but we were also kind of like, I don't know, did we did it really, really fulfill our rom-com fix? And well, actually, we just flown in from a trip together. It was still like pretty new in our relationship, Jeez, but we I know. Moving fast. I know. Well, so we go, he it was really cute. We landed and he was like, I don't want this trip to be over. Do you want to go to dinner and a movie? Aww. I know. And I'm like, yeah, let's go see a movie. So we go see this movie. And then he said, you know, I don't really know if that, if that movie was exactly what I wanted. And, and I want to keep hanging out. Do you want to go back to my house and watch Notting Hill? <laughs> like, is, is, that real? A, is that an innuendo or is that real? No, it was real. <laughs> are you Notting Hill or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> like, I just remember thinking, is this guy for real? Is this a move? But no, I mean, the man, he knew everywhere. He really loves that movie. And I do too, you know. We're just a girl standing oh, in front of a boy it's, watching Notting Hill. Oh, my God. It's in my permanent rotation. Also, I believe there's a rewatchables on it. It's a rewatchables 99, but check yes, it out. It's, you, it's a really that good one. one. <laughs> it's on Luminary. It's rewatchables 99. It's very good. Um, it's a great, great. I mean, not, I think the podcast is good, but really the movie is great. I absolutely love it. That's that's heavy in my rotation. I'm all about Richard Curtis and Nora Ephron, so I've been watching a lot of that, too. Oh, but yes. um, the other, speaking of cute couples, also on Bachelor Nation, I just feel like Dean and Kaylin, they're really doing things right. They're like, they've, they've been isolated for a while anyway. And like, they just got a dog and like, I don't know, just feel like they're, they're doing great. You guys got to get them on your um, fireside chat. They they are on our list. I know they are really, I don't mean this in a negative way, but I am surprised because, um, I mean, I've been interviewing Dean since Rachel Lindsay's season and, you know, he had his paradise yeah. moment. I've always lovingly given him crap about it because he deserved it, the way that he behaved in some situations. Um, and now he really seems to – I mean, from everybody who I've talked to, it, everyone kind of feels like when Dean got in that accident, it's sort of the skiing accident. It kind of made, put things in perspective for him a little bit. And he and Kaylin really seem to be making it work, which I love. And, you know, I think that the quarantine and the corona is kind of doing similar things. I think it's going to put things in perspective and some relationships might get accelerated in all this. I mean, I think they're married. Just just my two cents. You do. No one asks but I think they're married. I, I do. I do think they're married. I don't think um, they're married. Here's, here's my only okay. reason why. I, I think Kaylin, I remember from her hometown, she was pretty close to their parents and her family. Yeah. And I feel like she would want her family to be there. But then again, you know, she's living this life on the road with Dean, the van, different countries, different places. Maybe they did a quick little elope and they'll do a ceremony later. I, but, you know, let, let's just for the sake of being different in our opinions, I'm going to say I don't think they're married. 
By the way, what we didn't talk about is, do you think Tyler and Hannah are dating? Or do you think they're they're more than friends? I'm going to go with more than friends, friends with benefits, not quite dating. What do you think? I think that they always had a really strong connection with each other um, from everything I saw. And I think that I'm just going to say for myself, if I was in a house 24-7 with a guy that I had dated and we'd things had always kind of been a little bit open-ended and we'd always been really attracted to each other and into each other. Well, I think I would probably date the guy, you know? I don't know. Yeah. That's what I would do. Or at least see, thing, <laughs> how, see how things go. People have spotted she's been wearing his clothes. She's been very, they've been very close. But you know, I, I support them. If they're into each other, they should go for it. I'm going to go with not like, I mean, how can you be like, okay, and now we are officially dating as we are under quarantine with our many friends. I know, isn't it but weird? I think there's something happening there. And just like Dean going through the accident or um, us all being in quarantine right now or, you know, I think we've all had major ex- life experiences or a lot of people have that put things, again, in perspective. Like Tyler just lost his mom and I know Hannah just dealt with something with um, her brother. And yeah. if they are nothing, if nothing else, if they're a source of comfort and support for each other right now, then great. Cause when you've gone through stuff like that, you need all of the kind of angels in your life that you can get. So let's just really be true. there for each it's other. It's really true. Yeah. I know. And I, I hope that they're both happy. I feel like I'm like so critical of their quarantine situation, but at the same time, I just, I want them both to have happiness and, and whatnot. Well, and I think you're you coming know? from so. a place of you want everybody also to be like safe and healthy and, and we've all got to try yes. to set a good example for each other. So I know you're coming from that place. Yes. Thank you so much, Lauren. You, got, you just get me, you know? <laughs> um, we're going to have to have you on a group date as well. Just tell me when I'll put on some makeup, you know, just to be camera ready. <laughs> Okay, Julia, do I need to get into Reddit? It scares yeah. me, but I know you date. No, I'll just feed you the important info. There's not, a, there's not a lot popping off. Okay. It's just because everyone's in quarantine, but it's like, I can only, I'm, I've been scared off of Twitter and I'm being sent off of Instagram. I actually, I downloaded TikTok last week. Oh, I've gotten it. I, too, I will yeah. not, I will not make any TikToks, but like I have watched the same four dances over and over and over again. And it, it's amazing to me how much the most recent cast Peter from Peter season that that group of women is like really into TikTok. And I'm just like, okay, I am old. I'm aged. I don't, I find this fun, but I have to say my favorite TikTok account is Jessica Alba. She's so great. She is so good on TikTok. I like the comedy on TikTok. I, I don't really, I'm not really there for the dances. I like a comedy moment. Um, I made a TikTok, you know, we've got to fill our time. I, I'm used to making a daily news show every day and we're we're figuring out how to do that remotely right now, but we're not quite there yet. So I got to fill my time. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to think that just every couple of years, there's going to be a new social media hit and that we will see it reflected in the current season of contestants of The Bachelor, Bachelorette and how many followers they get. You know, it had been Instagram, uh, Snapchat, now it's going to be TikTok because, yeah, the women on Peter's season, I think, have more TikTok followers than probably any past contestants. It's it's the social media medium of the moment. I know. And, you know, I, I encourage you to explore there. But Reddit, nah. Yeah, I'll just – I'll send you the important links when, when Thank stuff Thank you pops so much. I, do, I need Reddit curated for me. It's it's a bit I, – I kind of refer to Reddit as the dark <laughs> web. I, I know it's not, but I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's how I feel about Twitter right now. Um, Lauren, say hi to Chris for me. <laughs> I just it's like Twitter thank is you dark. So it's dark. much. Thank you so much for doing this. It's always great to talk to you. I miss you. 
And I'll, you know, I'll be following you on social media. I know. I love you. Thank you for having me on. Um, Guys, please. FaceTime me later. I will. And we'll have you on group date. And everybody, please join Chris Harrison and I, 6.30 p.m. PST on his Instagram. We are going live just to encourage you guys to stay home and have a drink and stay safe with us. Um, And again, we're donating to charities every single day as we continue to all stay home and stay safe. Thank you, Juliet. Thanks, Lauren. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great afternoon. Bye.